Welcome to the Cat's Pod. I don't really know how to describe the feeling that I'm having right now. I have never experienced firsthand the ups and downs that were the end of this NDSU-MSU game. Um, it went from one second of just being at a very high high, very excited, and then just it was all over in a second. So it's hard to even process what's going on right now because everything ended so quickly. And even though we waited probably 30 minutes to start recording, it still, it all ended so fast. And it's tough to, tough to even talk about and like form thoughts about right now. And I'm sure this is a feeling that all cat fans across the country are feeling right now and it it sucks um it's it's something i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy in any way shape or form um thank you to all the players and coaches for giving us a hell of a season thank you especially to the players really want to reiterate to the players thank you guys for every single ounce of effort that you guys put in throughout the entire season and today because there were some great efforts out there today and it was not the best team did not win today by far uh eric what you got well man i you know you you, you summed it up really well honestly to me watching this game today the players played really well again they always seem to perform you know there of course there's things you want to go different ways but that's just football I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna explode on every single play but once again you know and, and we're not even gonna get into stats on this I mean it's it's pointless at this point I mean maybe maybe we'll talk about that during the week or something but yeah. right now the fact of the matter is cat culture you know those guys they came out you know, Julius Davis dealing with turf toe, you know, didn't see a lot of Jared White. And Scott Ray Humphrey came out and did his freaking job. Scott Ray played such an amazing game today. It was and fantastic. One play Scott Ray at the end. All he needed yeah. all he needed was one play, take it twenty five yards. Yeah. Scores a touchdown. But you know, I think the bottom line here today is that and we've complained about it pretty much all season, dude. Special teams. Yeah. You know, and, and that Brennan Hall had a, you know, he, he did his job punting. He did well. well. He's kicking the ball out of the back of the end zone. Exactly probably, what you want to see. Probably the best punt we saw all season. Yeah. Happened he, at the exact moment where it needed to happen. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, in, of, you know, he had one punt that only went like 30 yards. But for the most part, that guy's, he is swapping the exact opposite side. Of, I mean, he's going to set them down there inside the 10-yard line. I mean, and he hit yeah. one on the two-yard line. Yeah. But here's the thing. And you said it to me during the game. While we're in the box, watching it from above, and we don't like to complain about refs, but what the fuck? Yeah. I'm cussing, because mm-hmm. that's what it is. This was bad. Yeah. This was, you know, and, and, you, and, and you can take any one of those penalties, you know, these the, the constant pass interference. I mean, they're the holding. The, I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean... How many times can they hold Brody Greeby? Every play? 
yeah. or just every other play. Because that's that's what happened today. The guy, I mean, how, how can he even, he's still managing to get sacks. That's how good he is. Yeah. He's still chasing guys down. I mean, the guy is so good that they just let holding a slide on him. Yeah. It dri- it's driving me nuts. The these refs, I think they I think they went they just went down the street to Belgrade, got some high school refs and took them up to yeah. to coach a FCS playoff game. I mean, this was atrocious. I this think, was so bad. I think we need to check I need to get the IRS on this. I need the IRS to come in. They need to look at bank statements for the line judge especially. Yeah, man. The line judge, the one that that was spotting the ball, I think that we need to have the IRS come in and see if there's been any awkward amounts of money that have entered his bank account within the last 24 hours because the spot, especially at the end of the third quarter, was insane. And then they go back and review it, and they move it back even further than the spot I should have been. I mean, I didn't get to watch the replay, so maybe it was closer to the spot where they put it, but it seemed insane. I'm more annoyed by it's not even that one that gets me. Like you want like these guys they can argue over field position all day long. It's just the beauty is in the eye of the beholder when it comes yeah. to that kind of stuff. It's these blatant misses and and poor calls. Yeah. Like how many times can they pull one of our receivers to the ground? And any North Dakota State fan that's listening to this better be grateful because this game was gifted to them. They got we missed two field goals, a early, a shank miss block, whatever you want to call that thing. Yeah. It was not a good kick. No. And then the the zebras just gave them the game. I mean, it was just constant, constant things. And you know, my brother in law is sitting out. You know, we were at the game, couldn't see a replay. Brother in law is sitting at home watching the replays. And that one call that where they're calling the ineligible man down downfield, he said, "There's absolutely no way that's true." Yeah. He said, "There is no way that happened." And even time every time that the cats got a break and they did call a penalty in our favor, they found some way to cancel it out. It was like some of the ref would throw a flag in there and like, "Oh, actually, these are these are a canceling. These are these are canceling penalties. They don't they don't count, right?" And then to rub salt in the wound, we had to watch Tommy suffer what seems to be an extremely serious injury. And Godspeed, Tommy. I mean, yeah, I feel for definitely. That poor guy. We are feeling for Tommy a lot right now, and all, all all of our thoughts are with Tommy at this point because he keeps having these injuries that happen at the worst times. Yeah, and it's always against NDSU, and you can't find a better person in the program, in the state. And these things keep happening to him over and over and over again. And I know that he's going to come back from it, and I know he's still going to be Tommy, and it's not going to change anything about him, but how can you explain that kind of luck, like that kind of poor luck that he's experiencing right now? Yeah, man, and it's terrible. He just... It's just such a string of bad luck, and I feel so bad for him for everything he accomplished in this game. I mean, he busts out a massive touchdown run. For anybody out there who criticized Tommy's arm, suck it. Because that guy was on it. He was on one. So I don't want to hear any of this negativity on Tommy Malott. Better it got flushed down the toilet today because the dude's a stud. And to see him down on the field like that, 
man, you and I both were just, you know, head in hands. That was the that definition was... of leaving it all on the field. Yeah. What Tommy did today was leaving every single ounce of himself on the field. Yep. And I mean, we hear plenty of, oh, why was he in that play call in the first place? And it's like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Because any other play call, it, could, it can happen on any play. Yeah. At any time. You, you can get hurt. Hindsight just, is twenty twenty. Yeah. On everything. Yes. So looking back and throwing shade over things that didn't happen to work out this one time doesn't make any sense. The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is that they called a play and it just happened to be the one of the most unlucky things of the season. Yeah. And it was worst case scenario. And worst case scenario hit us multiple times within the last seven minutes of the game and then also with overtime. I do think, I mean, I just I, you know, feel terrible for Tommy, mm-hmm. but I feel even worse for the seniors. Level Price, mm-hmm. Sean Chambers, Trayton Pickering, Derek Snell, all those guys that have gave so much to this team for so long mm-hmm. and gave it all there all this season. And to have this one end this way and have the season end now, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Especially level price. I think level price right. deserves a like a lot of our respect and a lot of admiration right now because that's a dude that worked for six years. Yeah. Behind really good there was really good players that were ahead of him. Not saying he should have taken anybody's spot, but he worked hard for six years. He kept his head down. He did the right thing time and time again. Had a great game today. Yeah. And it doesn't go our way in overtime. And he has no reason to ever be ashamed of anything he ever did, you know? Or none of the players on the Cats have any reason to hang their head about this loss. No. They gave us everything. <laughs> no, I think there's always going to be things you can nitpick. Yeah. You can go through this game and nitpick, oh, this guy didn't make tackles. This guy didn't do this. This the coaches did this when they should have done this. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. And I think the focus of this game <clears throat> is that when you watch this game against a team that has been in our heads for ever, yeah, the players went out there and they accomplished that. They did their job. That's yeah. the thing. The thing that kills me is that they went out there and they they scored touchdowns. They ran the ball effectively. They passed the ball effectively. The receivers were feeling it. The O-line was feeling it. Yeah. The defense was as stout as I've seen them all season. Yeah. I mean, they were especially that the killer bees, that front, that yeah. the front four. I mean, they're swapping in and out and they're getting sacks and they're getting pressure. And they just I mean, they basically treated the quarterback like a rag doll. Yeah. While getting held the whole time, man, I just come full circle right back to the dang refs. I mean, Cam Miller did not have much of a game. No. At no. All. They they contained him about as well as I bet any team has done all season. Well, yeah, and then when the when the refs just gift you field position after field position after field position, it's pretty easy to score touchdowns. Meanwhile, the yeah. Bobcats are having to string together 70, 80, 90 yard touchdown drives. Yeah. I mean, it's just the better team lost today. It's a fact. Yeah. And the Grizzlies better thank the Lord that this happened. The Bobcats aren't going into Washington Grizzly. 
Because they're the only team that can beat the Grizzlies. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Uh, on I, this side of the bracket, South Dakota State's going to mop up. No, I, I, no I see what you're saying. I wasn't, yeah, wasn't going to correct you on that. Because South Dakota, I don't see it coming from there. I don't see... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen on that side of the bracket, but it is it is tough to even think about the the larger scheme of things at this point. It I is. just it is, yeah. Honestly, I just hope that going into the future we still have an incredibly solid roster. Yeah, oh, and young. And young roster. Hard. And everybody is so, and they're going to be hungry. Oh yeah, these guys are going to be hungry after this game. They, they felt what this feels like, and I hope they turn that into so much energy in the summer. And I wish that I wish Tommy wasn't going to have to rehab. Yep. Through the entire off season, like but, that's going to be tough, and I'm sure he's going to kill his rehab, and he's going to still improve next year, and he's going to show even more of like. That last Cleveland Thomas pass. Yeah, it was money. It, it was, was beauty. beautiful. That was a perfectly placed ball in a tense moment where we needed to score, and he put it exactly on the money. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I'm I know a, he's still going to improve. I just, oh, it's just tough. It's tough. It's tough right now. You know, okay, I've had, I've had my pity party. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I'm done with my pity party. There are good. There are good things for the future. The yeah. team is very young. We have a real. It's, to me, seems like a a pretty budding star in that Jordan Reed. Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty darn good. Plus, mm-hmm. he's sitting behind Tommy Malott and Sean Chambers. So even if Tommy isn't quite ready, I mean, of course, we don't know the scope of his injury, but it looked bad. Yeah. I would feel pretty confident that Jordan Reed's going to be able to take the reins. I mean, we saw him on the sideline warming up with Sean. I mean, he's he is number three, and now he. I mean, if we had a game next, the first game next year, and and Tommy's not quite ready, depending on what it is, he's our guy. Yeah, he's we're rolling with him, and he showed some great things like with his feet in games, and also it seems like he's more of a. Kind of a pocket passer that can use his legs. Yeah. So I th- I think that's a great guy. And how could you not think that the future is bright when you have two mentors like Tommy and Sean? And obviously we don't know what their relationship is like, but judging by the character of those two men out there, I guarantee that Jordan Reed is picked up oh, yeah. a lot from them. Yeah. And he's going to next season as well. But getting back to Sean Chambers. Just watching him on the sideline, you know, Kautzman makes that first extra point after missing two field goals. Yeah. Sean Chambers runs all the way out on the field and gives him a hug. That and he ran, is, he ran out from like the 50. This, that, that, that's the kind of guy you want. Yeah. And I, honestly, I kind of hope there's a way that he can stay around the team. Mm-hmm. I think he's that important to the chemistry of a team. Yeah. I think that he's that good of a person that he just makes everybody around him better. Yeah. Of course, don't know him. Don't really know anything about him. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm a fairly, I'm, I'm not just fairly, I'm a huge Cap fan. I watch every game. I watch every play. 
And just what I see is that he is a very likable and dependable person. And mm-hmm. I think he's, got, he's a football guy. And if there was a way he could stay around the team going forward, honestly, I think that that, that would be a big deal. I mean, he is a huge loss. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, a huge loss. It's 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 going to change. The team is going to have to grow and change offensively in major ways because he is graduating. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of losing that that big brother, that yeah. that uncle yeah. almost kind of figure yeah. on the team. Yeah. That's going to – and I'm sure he's still going to be, like, he'll probably be around – in ways, I'm sure he'll like depending on where he goes next and what happens with his life next. I'm sure he'll still be supporting the Bobcats and supporting his teammates the same way, just trying to give as much insight as he can. But also, like speaking to chemistry on the sidelines, Julius Davis, even without playing a snap today, even without touching the turf whatsoever. He was still right there with all of his teammates, and you could see him out there constantly hyping up everybody. Oh, yeah. He was right there with Scott Trey, just dapping him up and showing him like so much love. And he was just he was he was just as fired up as he would have been yeah. on a 30-yard run as he was just to hype guys up on a timeout. Yeah, I feel you so know? bad for Julius. I mean, I don't I don't obviously don't know exactly what the injury, but what I what I'm hearing is turf toe, yeah. which that sucks. That is not a good one. Uh, hopefully he heals up quick from that. But you know, back to this Scottray man. The dude is good. He's only a freshman, and he one is play Scottray. One play Scottray. Let's go. Yeah. That's what we're gonna roll with from now on. One yeah. play Scottray. I like that name. It it really it it rings. Oh, it's yeah. got a ring to it. It goes. Yeah. Yeah, so on the bright side of things, you know, once again, Bobcat Stadium knocks it out of the park. It was a blast until the last second. Yeah, not even it a, was just a, t- a split second. <laughs> My kids had a fantastic time at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no better, there is no better walkout than the horse is coming out on the field, even though that one horse is being a bit of a snide, but yeah, <laughs> it didn't want to, it wanted to go the entire time. And then all of a sudden it wanted to stop at the 50 yard line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. it also, it. also shout out to Roger Fisher. We got to meet you at the game today Yeah, and fun. it was, it was great to meet a fan of the podcast and just meet a, a really genuine and, just seemed like a great person yeah. at the game. And if you guys ever need help with math, Roger Fisher's your guy. Yeah, you don't want to ask either of us. No. That's for sure. No. Well, I could tell you wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you all the things not to answer when it comes to math. No, I felt bad for Roger sitting right next to NDSU fans. I can't imagine how that last second was. But yeah, it's fun. It was fun meeting somebody who listens. Yeah. That was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. It was. It, I'm, it was glad we, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> I'm not over it. I'm not. I don't think we'll be over it for a while. Um, no. no. I think. I think there are going to be changes to this team. 
Oh, yeah. The goal was obviously there was there's two goals on the season I think beat the Grizzlies I mean obviously every game matters but beating the Grizzlies is one of your main goals it has to be I know it's one of theirs just to beat us yep and making a run at the playoffs we didn't accomplish either one no there has to be there has to be improvement toward those goals I mean yeah. I feel like everybody knows that I'm just saying just saying it but yeah. I, I mean obviously everybody on that team wanted more yeah and I think the changes I think the changes might have something has to change with special teams man something I, has to change I don't know if we need like a dedicated special teams coach I don't. We, I don't. I, we, I just. We, we just. I don't know enough about how a football team is set up, coaching wise. Well, we just. We don't know enough about the inner workings of a football team, and nobody does. Yeah. No. Unless you're. Fan, unless you're involved with it. Right. Yeah. No, any fan doesn't have a clue what goes on in a coaching tree or anything like that. Yeah. But as fans, we watch this game, and I'm not saying, you know. I'm not saying that this is the kicker's fault. Yeah. But I'm saying we got to be able to make a field goal. Yeah. I mean and, that but is But also it. we have to keep people out of the we have to keep people out of the backfield when we're trying to kick an extra point in the most important exactly. extra point of the year. Right. And when I I want to clear up when I said we need a dedicated special teams coach I wasn't saying that the coach that we have on special teams is not dedicated I meant that we need one we might need one that is only special teams because right now the person uh our coach that is covering special teams is also wide receivers and a bunch of other groups and has a lot of other things that he has to deal with and not saying anything bad about that man at all just saying that I don't know how the structure of it works, but you might need a coach that is just special teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think looking, you know, taking a step back and just looking at things and <clears throat> not knowing really at all what I'm talking about. Field goals are an integral part and you have they're they're you have to keep your kicker clean. And the kicker has to make the field goal. Those two things get improved. There's probably a good chance that, you know, win this game. Mm -hmm. But once again, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Getting nitpicky with crap. The offense went, they did their job. Yeah. They did their thing. The defense held a team that put up 66 points last week to... You know, in 20, 28 in, right in, in the yeah. in the in the four quarters, and yeah. then you know, a, you know, they scored there at the end and had an overtime. But <clears throat> it's a bummer, and we're all going to be searching for answers for this. And for the only while. answers are going to come next season. You know, the redemption only happens next season. And I'm not willing to listen to any vegan hate. 
I'm just not. No. I, I, if I anybody don't... wants to come at us with any vegan hate, just shove it up your ass. I'm not, I'm not, no. don't have time for that. No. They, vegan is a good coach. It wouldn't make any sense. He's a hell of a recruiter. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And honestly, that defense came ready to roll. That yeah. guy had, he had him going. Defense was insane in yeah. the first half. They were shutting everything down. They were. They gave us so many opportunities to score. Those opportunities didn't didn't quite pan out. And they showed up towards the end of the first half. And then it, it started cooking for real in the second half. No, I'm, I'm serious, man. Willie Mack, he had him, he had him going. Yeah. He had him ready. And back to the refs again. I mean, yeah, they can only do so much. The horse pucky. The horse pucky. Horse pucky. All over. Just keep your eyes out for the next the horse pucky shirt that's going to be hitting the merch store because yeah. that one, and believe me, Ben and I will be wearing a Montana State horse pucky on the ref shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it, might, it might have to be SoCon horse pucky. That's going to be a nice thing. Yeah. Those, those guys, are, it was the Southern Conference, right? Those it doesn't even from. matter, man. Yeah, if it, it really it, doesn't. Can you imagine being a SoCon fan and having those refs ref your games? I feel bad for them. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Sorry, Furman. Sorry, Chattanooga. Are you really sorry to Chattanooga? I'm not really sorry to Chattanooga. <laughs> I mean, they hurt themselves enough. I didn't think they needed to be hurt anymore by the refs. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I think we've said enough for this episode. I know it's a quick one, and we're not going to go over our picks just because they're not all done. And honestly, Ben the and ones I are... this morning aren't great either. No. <laughs> I mean, we... We were shooting from the hip, gunslinger style, but bottom line is Ben and I want to go to the bar yeah, and try to forget a little bit about what happened today. So I think my my last words are thank you to all of Bobcat Nation. The fans showed out today big time. That stadium was a rocket. Mm -hmm. The players, shout outs to all you guys. It's so fun to watch you guys. So fun to talk about you guys. And if there's ever any interest from any of the players about jumping on and just the shoot, just BSing, yeah. just hit us up because that would be so much fun. Oh, yeah. We'd be so down to do that. But we love you guys. I'm sorry to see the seniors go, especially go out like this. But we know next year there's there's an axe to grind. Oh yeah. These guys are like you say, they're gonna be hungry and we'll see we'll see what happens. For sure.